thinking earlier today guys i <laughs> achieved a long goal which was catching up on the podcast i'm officially cut out i did not know where you were going with that <laughs> <laughs> and i listened i was driving i went to actual work today which was fun and so i was listening to our podcast on the way there and i noticed the way i said hello and then I thought to myself, I need to like plan my hello in advance. <laughs> well, I forgot to do that. And oh. that's why I went with that weird high there just then. <laughs> you know what? I like it because I just never know what I'm going to get. And it's always surprising in one yeah. way or another. So I just don't. Yeah, I don't want to do the same thing twice. I feel like that's. I truly, I, I just go with like whatever naturally wants to come out of my mouth and it's always the mm. same it's always the hello so i just i've leaned mm. into you it you just go with it i just go with it i just let my brain do what it wants to do you know yeah but yeah. um well, anyway welcome welcome to the unknown <laughs> subject a criminal minds podcast i am kelly mcmasters parsons and i am kelsey paul and we are going to watch some criminal minds today Season four, episode thirteen. I uh, Bloodline. That's Bloodline. It. Yeah. Netflix. Isn't is- that a, a show on Netflix now with uh what's his face? Yeah. From Friday Night Lights. Yeah. We tried is it. Is it Bloodlines? No, I think it nah. Whatever. I think it's just Doesn't Bloodline. Matter. We tried it, couldn't get into it. Really? Um Yeah. We tried that was like an early uh like quarantine thing of like oh. let's let's try binging this. And we just couldn't get into it, so. Wow. Sorry, uh, what's his face? Coach, Coach Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Watch Friday Night Lights. Season four, episode 13 is significant because it is officially the halfway point in season four. It's been a long slog. Just kidding. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) It has. It's been a wild ride, but it's been a little bit of a haul. It's a long Mm -hmm. season for us. Uh, usually we hit the halfway mark around like 10, 11 episodes. So we got, we've got a couple extra under our belt. Um, this is exciting for a lot of reasons, but primarily because that means it's bonus episode time. We're going to record a bonus episode after this. So you can stay tuned for a fun extra episode at the end of the week. Uh, we will discuss what we're going to rank on that episode. I'm not going to give it away. But it was oh. a it was a listener suggestion, so it was. Thank you, thank you to everyone who suggested. We actually yes, got quite thank a bit you for of participating. We got a, quite a bit of suggestions on what you guys would like us to rank. We took note of them all, so we will get to them eventually. Don't worry. So if you if your suggestion does not get done on Friday, don't worry, it will get done um, another time around. So. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun to be had, but we appreciate you guys interacting with us. We always like suggestions yes. from the listeners. Yes. 
Um, yeah. Is there anything else that we need to well talk about? I want to say a couple things. Okay. First, I just want to acknowledge I have not watched the Night Stalker docu series. Still. Oh my god. Listen. <laughs> For those who don't know, my wife ha- is going to internet school now to she like is. change careers. And it's amazing and, so, and great. And we support Cassie in all of her endeavors. Right. But she is kind of doing school all the time because she's balancing going to school with also working. And she's working part time, but the school is kind of full time. So she's doing it constantly. So there's not a lot of time for us to watch TV. Yeah. Like watch things we both watch. Yeah. And usually when she's like ready to watch something she's only going to be able to watch one episode Mm. and she wants something that's not scary i get it and that is definitely not asking her (laughs) i keep like just checking in like you you want to watch night soccer right to see if she's gonna say no and then i could just watch it by myself if she's just gonna give you that green light to just go for it right yeah i I think I'm maybe two weeks. So if we don't watch it in like the next like two weeks, I'm going to get the green Two weeks? Face. <laughs> two weeks? I'm sorry. I need to talk to you about it. I, I know. Have so many thoughts. I've read articles about it because oh, now the internet. Oh my God. Well, because the internet knows that I care. So of course. Oh like, yeah. My phone is like, here's this article that you probably would be interested in. And it's like, stop listening to me, iPhone. But <laughs> there's been. Here. I'll just say this. There's been some interesting. Uh critique of the documentary oh okay um that i've seen that really didn't strike me when i watched it myself but then i've seen multiple multiple articles about it which is basically there is a there's a critique out there in the universe that the episode or the the episodes and the docuseries as a whole is too gory for gory's sake and that they're mm. that they're that they're glorifying the violence of it, which I don't know that I agree with. But I need you to watch it so that I can, you know, like bounce it off of you and like have a yeah. dialogue. Okay, okay. And you know, so maybe tomorrow when we're eating <laughs> dinner, I'm going to say we have to watch the Night Stalker tonight. <laughs> just cannot watch the ultimatum. Arrow. You're just going to give her the ultimatum, and then yeah. she's no, and then she's going to be like, I don't do i want to watch something happy yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna be like that's well, literally exactly what she says that's not the night soccer because it sure fucking ain't happy yeah. at all yeah it's dark well it's dark. i'll get there eventually guys get there eventually um my other thing we need to talk about it. anyway go ahead. last week when i made my recommendation of major melon <laughs> um <laughs> i did not know if i could actually find it in grocery stores guys you can find it wherever Mountain Dews are sold. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought saw it in the grocery store. So many. At our local grocery store, Giant Eagle, it was buy two, get one free on Pepsi brand cans, like the pack, big packs. So I got two major melons and I got Cassie her preferred Mountain Dew variety. So we are riding high in our house. Once again, not an ad, but it could be. Could be. So So far, they haven't reached back out. So we'll see. Mountain Dew, call us up. We're ready to go to work for you. Cassie has a legitimate fan. Yeah. Cassie has a koozie that says that bro-y frat boy thing, Mount and Do Me. Ew. (laughs) 
Where did she get that? Cassie was a real, what are they, a barfly. She was a real barfly in college. <laughs> a real barfly. She was a booze hound. <laughs> I mean, same. I get it, but I don't. The fact that she didn't get rid of it is really my favorite thing. That's so surprising to me. I never (laughs) would have guessed. It's so out of her personality. It's so outside of her personality. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. But I think in college it was not. I think in college Cassie was like... She was a just frat a boy, person. or no. like, <laughs> but she was different than she is now. <laughs> She's matured in many she, ways. She has, yeah. Hey. I mean, I wasn't there in college, but just based on things I've heard from her college friends, that's funny. And things she's told me, she's very different now than she was then. You know, as we've said before on this show, she's a complex woman. <laughs> She is. <laughs> like when I revealed that she has that Indiana Jones facet. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. She is not two dimensional. She is. No. She's got all sorts of interesting. She's things. not even here right now for me to be like saying this so that she can hear all the praise that I'm giving her. <laughs> Meaning, Kelly's giving this praise unsolicited. She's That's not right. doing it for any real reason <laughs> other than to just say it. And we know Cassie will never listen to this. No, so. she won't. Unless she's hearing it in real life, she's not listening. Yeah. And in real life, she just hears my half. That's the... So, like, for anyone who wonders, like, neither of our spouses care enough to listen to what we're doing. (laughs) Nope. Like, (laughs) I feel like they both support it, and they are proud Mm -hmm. of us when we tell them things that we've achieved via the podcast. But, like, I was talking to Steven last night, and I was talking about the podcast and the bonus episode, and I was telling him how we got all these all of these suggestions, and I was talking about the suggestions that we got, and then I was telling him about the the one that we chose and what we were going to rank, and he was like, well, he, like, didn't even realize we do bonus episodes, apparently. <laughs> Like, like I was like, yeah, like we, we re- did those. We would record those when he was I in know. the next room. But I was like, we do bonus episodes typically twice a season, like halfway through and then at the end. And I was like, in the ones at the end of the season, we always rank our top five episodes of the season. And he was like, oh. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why don't you pay attention? Oh, so anyway, th- so it's like if for anyone who's sitting there thinking like, what do you mean Cassie will never listen to this? It's like they just do their own thing. The people close to us don't care. <laughs> I told when I was leaving work today, I told our boss that tonight you and I were podcasting and she just goes, oh, good for you. <laughs> I was just like, I guess I feel like because. It's because people who actually know us and, like, spend time with us and live with us in our everyday lives, like, I think that they still think no one's listening. Yeah, I do, too. Which I tell Steven sometimes, like, I'm like, here's these numbers that Kelly just sent me and, like, whatever. Dude, and he's always like, January really? is insane. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, man. really. Yeah, really. I was like, there are people out in the universe that listen to this. We have fans. <laughs> they're you guys. They're you listening guys. To us. You're listening to it. It's the imaginary pals. They're out there. Yeah. Which we appreciate you. We do. Pals. Anyway, whatever. Well, Let's do this. <laughs> now that we've gone over my top of the episode business. Yeah. Now that we watch the episode. Let's watch the episode. Bloodline. Um, Bloodline. I'm going to uh, press play in three, two, one. 
play. We have a recap. Previously on Criminal Minds. Oh, we're, we're seeing cr- Norman. We're previously to normal Norman. And That wasn't face? even the last episode, was it? No. No. I just listened to the last episode. Um, we're watching the we're part pr- of the normal Norman episode Jordan when Jordan, like, able to handle it. Yeah. Basically, it's like, oh, oh surprise, she- surprise, she can't do her job right. I didn't notice how nearly she came to throwing up. She's also, like, crying, which I feel like she whatever the 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 recap ends with her being like i don't know they can do this job and it's like i don't know either if you can <laughs> like, creepy man. okay what uh, what is the situation it's the evening we're in the woods there's the a guy evening. driving a truck there's a kid in the back and there's a woman in the passenger seat the kid is laying down it's an old-timey car yeah okay come on son <gasps> you do you remember what I episode remember this, this is episode. yeah <laughs> All right, so the parents. This episode is it's wild. wild. <laughs> so this the parents are in the front seat and they're like, "Okay, son, like it's time." And she's like, "What if she doesn't like me?" And they're like, "Don't worry, like you'll get to know her." This episode is batshit. It's batshit. And then he like boops that his nose. That kid goes on to be someone. Who doesn't he? I've never seen that kid. I recognize other than him when I've watched this episode before. Maybe I, don't I just him remember from him from this episode. But okay, so we find out that this kid is. 10 because the mom goes honey you're almost 10 you're almost a man oh it's my like god no false Ten? he is not he is not almost a man <laughs> he is the farthest thing What's from a man broken glass is that broken is that? glass it's like a ziploc of it's broken glass bag with a bunch of carabiners on it a bunch of carabiners okay so the dad gets the out of the car fuck? so does the mom and then the kid follows i think Mom's wearing sensible loafers. <laughs> of course. And like a peasant top. Yes. Um, okay, so they're all walking towards this house. Kind of running. Kind of jogging. It's nighttime. They're, okay. What's she doing? Oh, she, right. It's she like, takes the glass out of the Ziploc. Dumps it in front of the door. Dumps it in front of the door, which is weird because that's like a hazard. We're and now. Oh, right. he's, he's taping the glass because he's going to punch through it, but he doesn't want it to like fully break and make a lot of noise, which like that's smart. And then he but breaks, then he breaks in that front in front of the too. door. So we have a thing about glass for some yes. reason. Gra- glass at the door. So in they go. And then we fade then to the BAU. We're at the, the BAU. fuck? We didn't even get the full crime. story. Nothing. Okay. So and Jordan's just stomping through she's like stomping through being dramatic as fuck and it's just like come on okay she goes into hotch's interrupts hotch while he's on the phone a husband and wife were murdered in their home while they were sleeping their 10 year old daughter was kidnapped we're going to alabama all right roll tide and then she goes i know this isn't serial and he's like it's okay you're right like this is a important case like we should go which okay again like Obviously, she's gotten better at her job because she's trusting her instincts a little more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, wheels up in 30. You need a go bag. And she's just like staring. And she's like, right, um, a go bag. <laughs> right. Okay. Now we're seeing a little girl. She's in, in a trailer? A closet? A closet. She's in some kind of closet. Oh, that's a with, trailer. With She's that in a trailer family. closet. Ew. It's like, they're all like hippie. They're so hippied out. 
And they're like, they give like, I don't know, I'm guessing it's like a glass of water or something to the son. And they're like, here, like, give it to her. And she's like, can I fucking go, please? <laughs> like, like, she's obviously terrified because she's like, what the fuck is this? I know what I know that kid from. What? He, I know him from the film Air Buddies. <laughs> But he was also in one episode of Hope and Faith. Oh, it's Speaking of Faith Ford. Okay, so he gives her some water, and then he turns around to his parents, and he's like, can I decide now? Huh? And they're like, sure. The and he fuck? goes, I'm going to call you Elena. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? And then we cut to opening ceremonies. Now, yeah, we're this in opening ceremonies. This is question mark after question mark after a broken glass after <laughs> question mark. <laughs> I mean, it's less of a question mark for me because I remember this episode well. Well, yeah. But yeah. So it's like, obviously, we're led to believe that this is clearly the little girl that got abducted from her home mm-hmm, in the middle of mm-hmm. the night. And it's like what the fuck is this whole family, like, the family, like, yeah, let's go abduct a child there? together thing. Oh, a Winston Churchill quote. Yeah, what? <laughs> okay. Reed still got his weird slicked back hair. He is, and he's trying this new thing, and I'm like, no anyway. one's talking on the jet. No. Oh, nope, but Jordan's about to get up. With her she's got big a old chunky-ass laptop. <laughs> okay. I'm guessing that Garcia. Jeff and Nancy Hale. We got another Jeff. Oh, <gasps> throats were slit. That's gross. Oh. Yikes. Quick and efficient, oh, because the real target was down the hall. And then Jordan goes, she has a name. It's like, oh, my God, we know she has a name. Prentice is just like, she's like, yes, I know she has a name. Thank you for the. But we're doing our jobs. AKA this whole episode is going to be about how Jordan really can't do this anymore. Well, that's the thing is like clearly the way that we've set this up is that Jordan has fucking snapped. Like she can't do this job. It's too intense for her. And she's going to take it out on literally everyone around her. And it's Mm going to be annoying. So. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, So Kate's family is middle class, white. Um, they're going to pull a list of sex offenders that yep. might have had an interest in taking her. Mm-hmm. But that's about all we got. Which right is now. a pretty standard way to start one of these things, I suppose. Yeah. Harvest Alabama. Harvest. It doesn't. Okay, we're going to meet our nice. uh, local detective sheriff man, Bo Whitaker. I recognize what? you from the TV. What an amazing southern name, Bo Whitaker. That is. Bo. Okay, so the neighbors didn't see or hear anything. They tried to bring in some uh, cop dogs. Cop dogs? Canines? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> and they cop lost dogs. They lost the scent very quickly, which they were in a car, so that makes sense. Oh. We're like, we're like, we got a weird shot like, of Kate riding a swing. Yeah, like a flashback, like vision thing that Rossi, <laughs> Rossi says, I prefer cities. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rossi's like I don't Same do the country though. I'm fucking out of my element here <laughs> alright Rossi opens the door with s- his with pen. The pen so weirdly like it's COVID times <laughs> yes, like, I don't guess touch being it. a crime scene investigator is kind of it like it kind of is it's like what can we how can we move through here with touching the least amount of things possible yeah. <laughs> alright uh, Reed's, Reed's got a map he's got Reed's. an MAPS <laughs> M-A-P-S, <laughs> C-N-N, what other acronyms <laughs> we can come up with. 
Oh, this <sighs> other local sheriff guy, I feel like we I've seen before in something. Okay. okay. We're in the girl's room. Yep. That really looks like my room looked when I oh, was yeah. in elementary school. Butterflies on Butterflies. the wall. Butterflies. <laughs> Colored everywhere. Oh, Stuffed frog. animals. All right. We are... Jordan and oh, Emily the autopsy. are looking okay. at the autopsy. And then Jordan tries to like talk Apologize about the weird thing on being the plane. An asshole. And it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Let's talk about this. That's the thing is like, she keeps doing that kind of shit to Emily in particular. And I feel like Emily's yeah. made it clear of like, you don't need to apologize to me. Just like chill out. <laughs> like leave yeah, me alone and let job. me do my job. Okay. Uh, um, we're cutting between the bedroom and the autopsy photos and yes. they're they're both come i think both groups of our team here are coming to a similar uh conclusion which is that like there's something off about like the way these murders are done so yes. like one of them is like a is like a smooth like deep cut and then the other mm. one is jagged and shallow which tells us so there's two people two unsubs and they're one of them one of them is very sure of themselves and one of them is not Yes. Um, okay. So they're saying the wife woke up. And they're saying if she had screamed. Or no, they're saying that they, that she didn't wake up because if she didn't oh. scream, they would that would have woken up Kate. And Kate would have maybe That's been able true. to get away. So they're saying there's definitely multiple unsubs because the parents had to have been killed, like, at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Speak to Kate's father. So that must have been a stepdad situation. Okay. Okay. So, and okay, um, so local so, cop says he's cleaned up bar fights that smell better than him. Okay, so dad's a little bit of a deadbeat. He's probably oh, not he really looks around like, much. Um, Eddie Vedder. He does. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Eddie. Vedder impression, That's an I guess. amazing impression. <laughs> okay. So Hotch oh, is asking him if the ex-wife and the new husband have any enemies. And he's like, I don't know. Like, does Kate have any weird new friends? He's like, I don't she know. Meets she people meets all people all the time. All the time. It's like, what, are you, <laughs> she, what kind of popular ass 10-year-old do you have? <laughs> She's just hitting the streets, just like shaking hands and like kissing babies. Just She's running people, for mayor next year. people all the time. Down Alabama. I feel like in a scenario like this, a ex-husband would be a top suspect, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, is this a is this a situation where it was a custody dispute? He decided right. he was just going to go take her. But he says he has visitation every two weeks. And Hotch says, do you take do you keep that schedule? Um, Time is of the essence. Okay, so. Oh, ooh. Oh. And so if Hotch you can't is, add to my knowledge about Kate, my time is better spent somewhere else. So basically being like, right, it's you're, a kid abduction. Right. You got 48 hours, as they say. Well, 24. okay, so now uh, Morgan's in the medicine cabinet. Oh, does she have a medical emergency, like, of some kind? Oh, that would really escalate the stakes. Epilepsy. Epilepsy. That's a bad one. You need that medicine, man. Oh, and primary cause Back of seizures the- is stress. So, mm, being well, abducted yeah, and kept in a closet is very stressful. The closet has a bunch of weird clumps of aluminum foil. Yeah, there's so much aluminum foil. Just, like, everywhere. Oh, and now we're teaching him how to be a grifter. Oh, so he's... Like, they're trying... They have, like, a mannequin, and they're teaching him how to pickpocket on the mannequin. He's practicing. 
But meanwhile, like Kate is clearly like about oh, to have a seizure or yep, pass there we out. Go. She so, falls down. So they There's hear There's a cross her. on the wall. Let's make note of that. Yeah. Okay. She is definitely having a seizure. They're saying don't touch her. She's sick. Uh, and don't the, go near the dad her. is like, she's sick. Don't go near. It's like, you can't catch a seizure, you idiot. Yeah, well, okay. Tinfoil. <gasps> they he take pulls out, a, out knife. a knife. The wife says, we don't kill young girls. And the dad wants the son to do it? Oh, no. Oh. But the mom, like, no, pushes him away and is like, you kill, you her. kill her. Like, if you're going to fucking do it, like, you're He's not going to make our son ugly ass, um... Oh, she's Cosby just shaking. Oh. Okay. Now we, oh, s- we see the trailer. Our house looks like a food truck. It does. It's very boxy. It's like an old tiny <laughs> I guess that's RV. what they look used to look like. Oh, my God. Are they? Did they kill her? Please oh. don't tell me they killed her. I don't remember this part. I They turn off the this. RV. And they carry she's out a bundle. Up in a rug. Oh, no. And they roll her she down the hill. She better be alive. I swear to God. I, f- I think she is. Okay, I hope so. I think she, like, wanders back up to the road. Is this, like, a Mary Vincent situation where they, like, think she's dead and she's not? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Not to spoil it. Okay, then but they I just feel drive like away. that assurance. I did. I got a little worried there. <laughs> okay, yeah, we pan down to her hair. Oh, fade to black. Long fade to black. <laughs> Long fade to black. Okay. They get me every time. Why do they make me laugh? Okay. So another car is driving by. Here she comes. Come on. There come she on, is. Come on. There's there a little. She is. Bopping up like a weasel. Her lead. All right, Kate. You can oh, do this. Oh, did they just roll her up? They didn't kill her. They didn't, they didn't stab her. hurt her or anything. They just like. But it's like. They just they roll her up. tied her up. Took her shoes off. Well, she was sleeping. She probably didn't have shoes. Because they grabbed her from uh, her bedroom. Excuse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right you, there's a car oh no don't hit her don't, make sure this isn't a normal norman situation <laughs> the car misses her unlike Brittany. no julie <laughs> jenny jenny <laughs> okay okay we're, we're at, at the, the hospital. hospital she has been saved that nurse is in every she hospital is. scene <laughs> okay so emily wants to speak with her um but the nurse she says, might have holes in her memory from the yeah. seizures yep Okay, so they're sending in Prentice Which, alone. Excellent choice. She's the excellent perfect person choice for this job. Good job, Hotch. Good job, Hotch. Okay. Oh, the dad's with the her. The dad is with okay. her. That's this good. Is nice. Um, and she's like, "I'd like to talk to your daughter." She is wearing a very brightly colored hospital gown. <laughs> like it's like the it's like a party hospital gown. It's yellow and lots of colors. <laughs> yeah, I feel like usually the they're just like hospital. blue. <laughs> Okay. Um, so he Prentice wants... is trying to get the dad to leave so yeah. that they can talk one on one. Yes. Well, because they're concerned that there's been sexual assault and obviously right. and like she doesn't yeah, want to talk about that in easier. front of her dad. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Prentice God. sits on the bed. I cannot even explain how important it is that Emily is the one that's in here. She's I know. The... I'm loving this. She's the only one for the job. Yes. So she's just being beautiful, Emily, and just being perfect and empathetic and wonderful out comes the dad he's talking to hotch oh hotch reassures the dad that he may have helped save her because he told them that she has epilepsy right and the paramedics needed to know that to save her life right 
So he's that's kind good. of like, that's like a hot roundabout way for like apologizing for saying you're an absentee right. dad, which let's also remember being an absentee hotch dad is, is a hot right. thing. So like he has a right. soft spot for dads who like can't be there for their kids enough. Right. And the dad needs to like sober up. He's like, I'll get a cup of coffee now. Well, and I think like, obviously the situation has changed. She, he's the only parent now. So like right. he has to he's step up. primary caregiver. Okay, Garcia. Right, we're calling in Garcia. She looks like a freaking German language student. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she's wearing, what do they call those? Dirndls. What? It looks like she's wearing a dirndl. Isn't what that what they call the, the, the outfit? is a dirndl? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you took German in high school, tell me, am I wrong? <laughs> dirndl. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about now. We looked away for one second. I don't second. either. Oh, I don't know why they left her alive. Okay. That's what we're discussing. Right. Cognitive interview. That's what it's called. <laughs> it seems wrong still. It still doesn't seem right, but it is. I will take it. Okay. So Emily is going to obviously talk with Kate about everything that, that she experienced. Those are that, popsicles. They <laughs> also have popsicles. Pants? Does that hospital gown have pants? That's so weird. <laughs> It's like hospital jammies. It's weird. Popsicles. Okay. It's so, cold, she says. She says it's cold. We're flashing back. Yes, we were like in okay. we're like living She's it outside. as if we're Kate. Yeah. Oh, there's oh, the man. He's yep. got blood on his he face. He says to keep quiet. He's it waiting hurts. for what something. What does he look like? He's yep. a white guy, blood on his face. You yep. big disgrace. <laughs> old so she's describing him and she says old like, old like my no. dad <laughs> old like my dad okay so then she's like oh, he, oh she's, she's a little too deep out. in it yeah they she put says, her in the trunk yep they put her in the trunk so they have a car that they take to their trailer right or they stole that car i'm gonna right. guess that's probably more likely the case yeah okay so um, emily like brings her out of it and she's like you're gonna be you're fine like you're here with me like and then she keeps asking. So she says, Back okay, to the trunk. Put her in the trunk. He just, like, points at her dramatically. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> you, you be quiet, girl. Like, and she and says she's she, in the trunk. That she, looks like the roomiest trunk. Yeah. You can almost sit up. She says that the ride was smooth. It was about 10 minutes. Um, The car stops. Star stops. opens the trunk. Open the trunk. What do you hear? It's wind. wind. Kelsey's favorite sound. I hate it. What do you smell? Cooking. Cooking. Okay. This is a great cognitive interview. They've they taken take her sh- shoes. She did have shoes. Interesting. They grabbed her shoes to put on her feet while I, she yeah. was in bed. That doesn't make sense. Okay, so but she they take remembers. them so she can't run. She's in a little room with yep. carpet. Yep. Clothes and tin clothes foil. and tinfoil. That's. Mm-hmm. She and- says she hears bells. What the kind of bells? Fuck. Small like bells. Fairy bells. Like a fairy bell. Every time they ring, the man says something to the boy. Oh, because he's practicing his pickpocketing. Oh. So, like, they put. What are the bells? So that he. Because if he can grab it without making the bells go off, then he's really oh. good. Oh. That's how oh. you practice. His okay. parents want me to play with him. That's fucking weird. And Emily's like, his parents? Like, what? <laughs> what what okay then we come back out of it yeah okay and he says i'm here i'm here we going back in again i don't think so i think she's gonna say open your eyes had enough 
Because, like, she told them a lot of, like, Yeah, that was great. Good job, Kate. Good job, Kate. You do better than most of the adults that do this, honestly. You have an incredibly strong little girl. Hell yeah. The dad. Kate is a badass. Um, But there is no sexual assault, which is good. And the dad is relieved that, obviously, that didn't happen, which we're all relieved that didn't happen. All but right, Emily so tells Emily's Hotch, brief and hot. She's what like, happened. he was. T- she was taken by parents and a little boy, car, and they took her to an RV. Short ride. You know, we're reliving what we just relived yes. from when we experienced it. The mother min- called the boy <gasps> something in Romanian, which let's we remember know what that, the Romani do. And let's also they, remember. I think that or, does. Prentice speak Romanian? I feel like she must. Probably. Are you kidding me? That's got to be one of her like millions of languages. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We're in an RV park. We're in an RV park. Most people pay in cash, so that's not going to be very helpful. Nope. Uh, but she does remember parents and a little boy. Yes. And maybe, maybe not. I'm, well, she Rossi, Rossi and Morgan are asking about a family with a little boy, and they're saying the family might have had Eastern European accents. Um... She says, I can imagine. She's like, we don't get a lot of people speaking foreign around here. We don't see people speaking foreign down in Alabama. Um, She said, the wife was nice. The son was quiet. Um, They left in the the middle middle of the the night night. and never came back. But there was glass all over the campsite. Dun, dun, dum, glass. What the fuck is this glass? This is something I don't remember the significance of. Yeah, I mean, it has to, I guess, like, uh, some kind of cultural thing. But, like, I don't... Yeah. So she takes them over to the site where they were parked and she says, I cleaned it up. And they um, say, thank you. They're going to find like they'll one find little some. shard. And it's weird because it's like colored glass. Like it's not yeah. like, it's not like they took a like a bunch of jars and like broke it apart. It's like red and blue and green, which like, I feel like blue and red glass is not easy to find. Like not like a no. commonplace color for most objects that are glass. No. Like... And not objects you would break. Like, no. I feel like I can think of, like, antiques that are that. But right. Like, nice, you like, decorative items. Precious right. punch bowl. <laughs> precious punch bowl. Because <laughs> everybody has a precious punch bowl. I feel like some do. All right. Rossi kicks over a rock and finds something. There we go. We got our chart. Once I had enough and it was a gas. Lots of it. Okay, and it matches the other glass. Oh my god, this! <laughs> I had to get to the line that made it make sense. Um, it okay. ma- yeah, it matches the other glass. There's some sort of ritual. Um, Romanians, so, of course, Reed is like, oh, he's like, of course, the glass makes sense if they're Eastern European. Romanians spread glass for good luck, and it's like, of course, they're you know Roman. That. They're, they're gypsies. Yes, gypsies is a. S- not a, a, no okay thing to say. No, we don't say gypsies. We say Romani. Um, <laughs> Hiya, okay. baby. There's our dirndl. <laughs> what the fuck with the dirndl, man? I gotta Google it now, I guess. Okay, so Garcia is going to run similar crimes across the area, um, but she says that she already did that and she didn't find anything, so they're going to go back further and they're going to widen their uh, geographic kind of... Uh, radius here um, to see if they can find other uh, instances because Romani people are obviously people that are a little on the nomadic side so them being in Alabama right now doesn't really mean anything because they could have been anywhere before that yes 
Um, I was right. Derndal is correct. And I just sent the Wikipedia article to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. All right. We're stalking another family. Yes. Two parents and a little girl. Two parents and a little girl. Because, you know, we uh, they lost their first one. So now they got to find a replacement. The mom... It's too soon. He turns 10 in, what, two weeks? It's not safe? Well, so the mom is saying, like, we just kidnapped a girl and gave her back. Like, we shouldn't do it again because, like, we're going to get on the police's radar. But the dad, the dad is saying, like, we have to because he's going to be 10. Like, we have to do it before he turns 10. She's a fine choice. She's a very cute He's looking out the window all, like... Longingly. Okay, the car's not stolen. They're driving the same. Yep. And so they're following this there. family home. Oh man. Alright, All now we're giving the profile dirndl. though. Oh, that's what a dirndl is. Yeah, a dirndl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm with you now. Okay. Okay. Uh, so they're right. part it's nighttime. They're parked outside of this new family's house. They're gonna go Bag do their glass shit with their glass. Hand. We keep looking at the trees like we get it. The wind in the trees. <laughs> okay. We're also giving the profile. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good wind impression. Um, yes. They're highly superstitious because they got rid of Kate because she has epilepsy. Um, epilepsy. Um, they're saying the focus of this ritual is on Ew, the young girls. That's so creepy. It's so creepy. We're seeing they, his silhouette like on her window. They show his shadow lurking. Ugh. So the dad gets the girl. Yep. So does that mean the mom and the son murder the parents? I guess. Well, I mean, that would make sense. Like, if the son had the hesitation marks of, like, oh, not yeah. wanting to kill, but, like, having to. Oh, no. There we go. It's the son and the dad. Yep. So I think the mom okay. must take the, the kid. The mom just sits in the car with the no, kid. No, I think she, yeah, she probably, well, you gotta think about it. Like, sending the mom oh to go get God. the kid, like, sending a woman to go grab her yeah, is, like, that's a little. A, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're looking. They're Wait, saying right? that they are going to be looking for a new victim oh. in a place like a shopping mall, a movie theater, yeah. like somewhere close to the RV somewhere park, public. Though. Yeah. But I think we're going to find out that we already have somebody missing. Oh nope. Garcia's Garcia got something. Has found. She went further back, and she's finding a similar case. Yes. There's national hits. Thirty. As Holy far back as nineteen oh nine. Dang. All over the country, everywhere, like, everywhere. Quote: My map is Ooh, lit up like a Christmas she has like tree. A, she has like a see-through light-up map. Like that's it's more sophisticated. So sophisticated. Um. So everybody's Look at like all these stories. Everybody's it's been going at on it. for generations, and they're like, "What the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> how didn't we notice this?" Yeah. All right, now we're in Madison, Alabama. I mean, you got to think that this. Oh, is- that must be. Yeah, this is where the new yeah, case is. Yeah, the new kids. So we've got a new abducted little girl, a new set of murdered parents. Um, yeah, you're right. That local cop is definitely in another he's episode. He's in another episode or just like other... Just everything. Shows. I really like recognize him. Um, okay. We about you we're going to find some glass. glass. There it is. Ass glass. There it is. Um, Morgan's picking it up and just like <laughs> Morgan it. This is Morgan's like now personal game where he just goes around and collects the glass that he finds. <laughs> okay. He um, like he's on vacation and he's getting his sea glass. 
so the local detective is like, they're not that far from where they abduct the first girl. Like, why would they do that? And Rossi's like, well, normally they abduct years apart, but they had to do it close together this time because they didn't keep the first girl. So, like, right. that's the only reason they that they're close. It. Yeah. Okay, lots of blood on the bed. It's gross. Um, oh, so bloody. So I guess they cut the carotid. That's like a real Reed, big oh, yeah. squirter. So Reed points Ugh. out that in this case, the little girl's bedroom was actually closest to the front door. So they could have taken her and like the parents wouldn't have known. But they went out of mm. their way to go murder the parents. Um, yeah. And so, so it's like all part. I mean, it's all part of the ritual. Well, and Morgan points out that like if the parents are gone, the chances of other family like not stepping in to keep looking for her. Like if the idea is to keep her, you kill the parents like the parents are going to be the ones that are going to keep looking for her, keep pushing mm. law enforcement to look for her. But if they're dead, like there's a higher chance that her case would just go cold and like yeah. no one would keep working it. So we've got a match on some hair that was on the blanket. It matches a girl who was kidnapped in 1971. Who looks, interestingly, like the mom now, I might point mm. out. Mm. All right, we're focusing mm. back on Jordan, and oh, she's just like... Jordan oh. is telling Rossi she needs a thicker skin. And he's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Whatever. So... So we're picking girls the same age as boys. And Rossi is like, they're wives. making wives. So and Jordan's like, what the fuck? So essentially, the mom now is an abducted girl from however many years ago. And now she has a son. And so she's doing it all over again. So uh, she's got some Stockholm syndrome. And yep. And she's talking to the little this girl. This poor little girl. Telling she's her so, she knows what she's going through. She's so cute. <laughs> she is so cute. she got like cute little side pony. Yeah. So the mom is in the backseat with her and she's like, it's okay. Like, you're going to be fine. She's sobbing. so Makes sad. Sense. But she and hugs the woman. Listen. Well, oh. They're burning their trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, they've been made in a way. So they got to get rid of some evidence here. And she says, I want Do my mommy. Well, they've got to assume that they did. Like, if they didn't, they didn't do anything to Kate to kill her. So, like, they have True. to assume that she got found at some point yeah i guess this boy i cannot watch this little girl cry i know it's, so it's really sad. hard to watch she's a good actress good little actress <laughs> so the Unlike mom the boy who yes he's really just good at just looking literally just around. standing there so the right, mom we light course, our zippo drop it on the ground yeah i've always wanted to do that <laughs> yeah like make so a trail badass. and then like light it <laughs> yeah. on fire and watch it go um so just walk away. the mom, of course, is like, I totally understand what you're going through. Like, you're going to be fine, though. Look at me. Like, I'm fine now. <laughs> I'm great. Let's and it's watch like, that trailer burn. No. Okay. Get back in the car. Get back in the car. And away we go. But I everybody's got to watch it burn for a minute and then drive yeah. away. Where do you live now, guys? The car. They got to, oh, yeah. or they're going to have to steal a new RV. I guess. Oh, and then it blows up. It, yeah, we got our engine. And then blow there up. they drive away. Okay. Well, all right. So okay, we're back on the. Um, Kathy Gray is the name of the wife slash mom slash nineteen seventies abductee. Yes. 
And so Stockholm syndrome, Stockholm there we go. syndrome, just like we said, adapt or die. Um, so, and they're training their son to be a murderer. Yep. Okay. And so uh, Reed is saying that like Romani are a very closed off society. They don't typically interact with outsiders. So it would be easier. I think the point he's making is like, it's easier to have someone who has Stockholm syndrome because if she's completely insulated from anything else, like after a while, like she would just kind of adapt. Yeah. Oh, they're doing that thing where they're going to age the photo to make her look like she would look now. This actually takes so much longer in real life. Yeah, well, Garcia is going to do it in a good old thirty-second minute. There she goes. Watch. Ugh. Ugh. Her eyes are so big. It's not wrong. It's but not it's wrong. Not right. It's not right. <laughs> okay, they found the All RV. Right, we're at the fire. Um, they left almost everything. Yep. They got the girl they wanted, and now they're going to start over. Reed is holding that flashlight so weirdly, <laughs> like it's a syringe. <laughs> oh, there's the tin foil. Okay, so the RV's surrounded by tinfoil oh, and clothing. Oh, so they're saying shoplifters use tinfoil to um, help with, like, metal detectors and, like, when you walk oh. out of a store. So they're saying, like, if they... Oh, a mannequin arm. That's fucking School weird. of the Seven Bells. Oh, that thing about the pitpocketing. Okay. Okay, that's the bells. Yep. So the, he's saying so they're just They're figuring it all out. More glass. Oh, more glass. It's everywhere. Blue... Red and white glass. Jeez. Okay. They can't deviate. Right. And they're going to need money, so yes. they're going to go to the mall. 15 miles from here. Where's the closest mall? That's far away. Here okay. we are at the mall. Got So there's Passing out pictures. Cops handing out flyers. God, I love a mall. God, I love that. That looks just like the mall in seven seconds. Mm. It looks literally no different. Maybe it is. Um, they right. paid so many extras to be in this episode. They did. All right. Are they going to be here? I guarantee you they will. And oh. we see the sun rip, rip a off. sign off a window. Yep. And it's the That's mom's picture sus. on the most wanted thing. So, and okay. And then we cut to a dressing room where the parents are stuffing, stuffing clothes into a bag. And two many bags, bags lined, lined with, with foil. foil. Is Criminal Minds like secretly teaching us all to shoplift? Like, yeah. Like, here's a fun tip for you. Stick some tinfoil in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in your own shopping bags. Fill them with foil. Walk okay, out with so the mom goes to but walk out. But the alarm out. goes off. Up. Oh, and then but she's, she's going to be the decoy. Oh. They're getting out. Right. So While the, she's so the security guard's like, at. put your bags down. Hotch comes running. Um, and he's like, Kathy Gray, I said, put the bags oh, down. But they get her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have the mom. But we know, of course, where's that. Where's the son? And more importantly, where's the little girl whose name I don't know? What's her name? Did we get The it? new little girl? We had to have, right? I don't know. So. They've been stealing for years. They would never get caught. Yep. So, like, the local cop is just right. like, she oh, was yay. A distraction. We got her. And Hotch is Guys. like, no, this is bad. Like, she wouldn't have gotten caught that easily. She was the decoy. Duh. All right. She's okay. in the interrogation room. And she's taking the fall for everything. Yep. And Prentice is like, okay, I don't believe any of this. Yep. So. And so she's, yeah, she's like, I did it. Like, I killed them. And Hotch is like, please explain to me how you killed two grown adults and abducted a child all by yourself. Like, no, you didn't. 
Oh, Prentice and Hotch are pretend fighting about whether or not Kathy's a victim. Ah, yes. So Hotch is playing the like hard ass dude and mm-hmm. Emily is playing like the kind woman who's like, I know that it couldn't be you. Like yeah. you were once a beautiful little girl too and like your parents and were murdered. She tries to be like, My name is Sylvia. Yeah. And Prentice is like, No, no it's you're Kathy. Kathy. Here's Kathy. how you looked as a child. Hotch oh. Hot smacks like, the table and then he gets in her face and he's like i'm sick of this like you like they whatever like, blah, like blah, blah. oh my god they are this is oh. that little girl is better off with my son than any man from your society wow oh. and then prentice is like i'm sure you raised him very well they are playing the good cop bad cop thing to like so such, intent like absolute the, like nth degree <laughs> like, someone goes i hope this good cop bad cop routine works I mean, okay. So she like throws the photo. She's, and she's like freaking out. Kathy. They're pushing her. Prentice oh, is she's like from Vienna, Virginia. Okay, trying to deprogram her. Is that a real place? It is. It's right outside of Washington D.C. Wow. Yeah. Serial killers like to relive their crimes. Did you know that? So now they're showing her all the icky photos of the, the husband. Throats. Oh, the tentative cuts from the son. The sure cuts from the dad. And so Emily's like, stop, like, stop, stop. Don't look, don't look at this. Look at it. Hotch, you're being crazy. But it's getting to Kathy a little bit. And she goes, I don't know what she that is. Well, yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't participate. take part in the murders. Nope. So this is hard for her to look at. <gasps> and then he has pictures of her parents. Oh, <gasps> that's, that's maybe rough. a little too much. And she starts to cry. So it's getting to her. <gasps> your future husband made these crappy ass cuts which like true though true she's crying she's oh my god <gasps> she's breaking she is she's breaking because emily is like and can, they look hotch and emily look at each other like <laughs> emily okay, like just it. like glances at hotch like got her like i did it <laughs> i did it <laughs> oh, they murdered your family kathy and they took you in, but you were never but really you one, of, one them. of them. You were just a breeder. Ooh. Oh, my God. But she's saying, I won't betray, betray my family. I won't betray my family. And now Emily's like, if you help us, like, we can help your son. Like, he's a minor. Like, we can get him out of prison early. But, oh, like... now they're both kind of going in on her. Mm-hmm. In comes Rossi with a paper. This is such an interesting dynamic. This is. I am loving it. Okay, We've so we've got she, a long list of who are these people? people that he's listing. A list of every, every known, known fence, fence in Huntsville. That's um, who you sell the goods to. So you steal stuff, you take it to a fence. The fence sells uh, it and give you the money. How do you know that? Um, I've watched a lot of White Collar, which is okay. <laughs> a show about like usually you fence art. Like so, if you're gonna like steal oh, like jewels that or artwork, sense. you use a fence. Yeah. Got to have a go between so that you're not okay. selling what you've sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, put as many middlemen and things like that so the more Absolutely. money can be made. Absolutely. Okay, Is so that the boy's not with the him. The boy's not with him. What does the that boy have mean? a name? I can tell you that he doesn't because I looked it up on IMDb, but huh, that's it's annoying. The boy. I'll um, only tell you if you let me see my son. I'm okay, like, fine. I don't give a shit. Okay. Where are they? Where are? Okay, so we see the pawn dad. Shop. He's at the pawn shop. He's leaving. Leaving out the back door. Yep. Walking back to the shitty car. And there's the police. Tries to run. run. They're going to come down the other way. It's like, sir, you're in an alleyway, and this is television. Yeah, you're not safe. (laughs) 
<laughs> Everybody's got their guns. His hands are in the air, though. Okay. And he, yeah, he goes so down he gives easy. up. This isn't... Yeah. Oh, look. Do you see that guy with those cool sunglasses? Yeah, there was one extra playing a cop who had sunglasses. You he know that... like... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Are we going to think of the same thing? No, I don't the know. The scene in Tiger King when the guy is riding the jet ski. <laughs> That's what he looked like. No, I was thinking that, like, you know that actor was like, can I wear sunglasses? Like, oh. I feel like my character would wear sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the costume department was like, here, you know throw these mean? on. Yeah. These. Okay, we found right, We've the got kid. the son. Where's the little and girl? The oh, Were they in the car? Is. I don't know. She's so cute. They're carrying her in. As if she can't walk, but it's like, <laughs> she can. And the son looks at Hotch yeah. with like a little bit of disdain. Oh, a lot of disdain, I would say. That boy needs therapy. <laughs> uh, a ton of therapy. Yeah. Everybody I mean, they needs all therapy. Okay, so they bring him in. He gets to talk to the, his mom. They followed up yep. on that promise. Yes. They don't always but do that. But they're like through... Like, through a fence. It's not a fence. It's like not a literal say, fence. I was gonna say bars, but it's not cage. <laughs> okay, it's so she fence. says. So he she says to the son, like, you have to be strong. Like, it's just you now. Um, and she goes, I love you. In her, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. But she says, I think I said it right. Romanian. Puyul. Oh, now, oh, she's, now speaking. she's speaking to him in Romanian. That looked like Latin. And. They're like, get the videotape. We need a translator. Okay, so I guess Prentice doesn't speak Roma or Romanian because she would know if she was sitting right there. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the translation okay. should be here in a few minutes. Um, okay, the little girl's aunt and uncle are coming to take her. That's good. Oh, she just spoke with JJ. She'll be back at her desk. <gasps> and Hodge is like, she has three more weeks, but she and Jordan's says she's dying to be back. She's like, and honestly, Jordan's ready to get back to counterterrorism. She's like, I would like to go deal with the terrorists. That's better <laughs> yeah. than this. Terrorists are better than these uh, murderers. Yep. And then she's asked Jordan... Hotch if she can say something. And she says, this team is like a family and families take on the traits of their leaders. Boom. Okay. Is that a dig at Hotch? She goes, you don't show much emotion. I've sat at JJ's desk, looked at some of the worst things, trying to do half her job. I don't hope take you her for don't granted. Take for... Nobody takes JJ for weird... granted. And he's like, Beach. I don't. Listen, we're going to really. We're, mm, we're so gonna... much of what Jordan just said made no sense. We're going to need to talk about this in a minute. Yeah. Okay, so they got the, right, translation. We got the translation. What did she say? Uh, what is it? Don't, don't tell, tell them about, about your brothers. Brother. <gasps> There's more girls out there. How many brothers do you have, says Prentice? Oh my god! And he just smirks. <gasps> this little she looks shit. like she could slap him. Oh, and the mom I would. Looks proud. The mom is so proud. Oh my Ew, god! I hate this little turd. He nugget. is a turd. <sighs> now we're getting our quote. Is this? Is it over? It is over. It's a fucking cliffhanger that we'll They're never all get anything. Giggling, of. smirking. <gasps> now what do we? We what cuss. What are we there? To is something. This? It's nighttime somewhere. Oh, no. It's a different family. It's another family. It's a different old time. In, in Ohio. Oh, Because you're almost 10. You're becoming God. a man. Are you ready? ready? Oh, my God. Jesus fucking Christ. Puyul. There Puyol. it is again. Oh, my God. And they're going to get I... out and they're going to murder a family. This, th- I... Mark Gordon. No. I hate that episode, but I liked it. 
It's, but I hated it. You know what that reminds me of? That little kind of cliffhanger at the end. It reminds me of the um the I think it's birthright like the one at the end where it's like mm. you find out that the wife killed her husband but she's yes. pregnant so it's like oh right, like, right it's that kind of thing like they just leave you on that just like gut punch of a cliffhanger well I mean in this scenario would Garcia not just then go national like she already did well right like she would have a they'd have a history of all the abductions. I'm going to be able to disseminate that to other police departments. Yes. I'm and going we could wrap this up real quick. I'm going to in my imagination believe that they didn't stop working the case after this and that they kept they took all the information that they learned and disseminated it nationwide yeah. and that eventually we were able to put this yeah family yeah you know, stop them from doing what they're doing. Yes. That's the that's the universe that I'm going to choose to live in. <laughs> yes. Also, is this episode, it's not, there's no reality. There's no real basis for this. No. And you know what? I'm. That's interesting that you say that because in the process of kind of poking around on this episode and trying to find a fun fact and stuff, I actually did come across a lot of um, like, oh, there's Sadie. Oh, Sadie just made Shaking a it shake. out. Um, <laughs> I've came across a lot of posts and like things on IMDb and like whatever about the fact that this episode is actually like pretty derogatory towards Yeah, this is offensive as hell. Rony people because it it really plays into like a lot of negative stereotypes with their culture and calling them gypsies and like this idea that they are pickpocketers and they make their all their money through crime and like all of this stuff so it really leans it's in that way like it's not great like it leans heavily into some like Mm -hmm. cultural stuff that's like not fair and not good um because i don't like um one of the things that i did find is that like this idea of like Romany people being like dangerous grifters that will like you know fucking kill you on the side of the road to take your 25 cents or whatever like that's like a negative stereotype that has been debunked a long time ago but it is still kind of prevalent so I don't think that there's any basis in reality at all but I took a when I was an undergrad one of the requirements for my history degree was to take a global history like I had so many global history credits I had to like take yeah and Pitt offers a class that's just called world history. Mm. And whoever teaches it gets to decide what facet of world history they're going to look into. Mm-hmm. So I sit down in this class on day one, not having a damn clue what it's going to be about. And I think I end up in like a psychology class because it's called abnormal history. Mm-hmm. And the professor just like structured a course on like, people throughout history who were like not part of the norm they're like the outsiders so we like did like witches and stuff Dude. but we talked about the romany yeah and he like drove it home into us that like the racism against romany people in europe is batshit yeah like the there are so many laws that like romany people can't live in your country like yeah they can't go anywhere. They can't do anything. They have, like, no protections. Like, it's rough out there for our Romany well, peers. Well, let's also not forget, like, the Romany are a major... They were also a major, like, group of people targeted by the Holocaust. Like, that's, like, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's not... 
that's yeah this yeah. historically so i mean i think that has to be probably like the biggest fault with this episode is that it just like isn't really right in that way you can hold it against it in that way that it's not really uh it's not really culturally appropriate i think mm-hmm. at this point which we've talked about it's before it's a weird move. I th- we've talked about before that there are there are some it's not often but there are some aspects of older episodes of Criminal Minds that have not stood the test of time well. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that in that aspect this one is kind of one of those. I think like the the whole you know, if I if you take the Romany aspect out of it, the story is definitely compelling. It's a little yeah. different from, you know, other episodes of Criminal Minds. You got the cliffhanger at the end, which is really crazy and good. So if you kind of if you kind of separate it away from kind of the uh Yeah. The you know, I can't even think of like the what I'm trying to say, but like just kind of like the yeah. Uh, yeah. But so if you separate it's it, making sense. Yeah. If you separate it out from that, it's a good episode. I feel like you have to point out that it's it's not really an appropriate way to mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. this group of people but the episode is good and it is kind it of a wild just been ride. like a cult yes yes like a weird cult yes it would have real it would have like matthew perry's cult <laughs> right it would have it would have stood the test of time a little bit better and i'd feel a little bit better about liking it if it was just like an imaginary cult that was doing this kind of thing. But because they yeah. try to slap it with these weird stereotypes on Romany people, it feels kind of kind of icky to me. Like I feel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. It's got, it's got that season four absurdity. Yes, like they pulled out like season four so far has just like leaned into the absurd, like the mm-hmm. Will Wheaton episode, the Viper episode. Yep. Like, they just lean in like the cults. So this was just like someone was like, you know what we haven't done yet? Gypsies. Yeah. And they just like go right for it. They're like, how can we do this? Okay. They're well, like traveling and they're stealing wives. <laughs> yeah. And and I feel like I have to imagine like one of the writers just like Googling gypsies and like mm-hmm. coming up with a bunch of like the first, the top five most stereotypical things about Romany people and like throwing that into the episode. Like, you know what I mean? Which Was is this like around the time when the TLC hit show, oh, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding, came on. Perhaps I have to Google it. That's this very is also, likely. it's weird that this came on because the other day I was driving around, I don't know where I was going, I was going to pick up Chipotle. And I put up, put on Lady Gaga. Yeah. Just like put all her music on shuffle. And I don't know how much you know about Lady Gaga's discography. No, I don't. But know on that her much. album Art Pop, she has a song called Gypsy, mm-hmm. and it's a bop. All right, the song slaps. Yeah. But <laughs> it's problematic. Yeah. As you can imagine, she's like, "I'm a gypsy. I'm I I I I I I'm a gypsy, gypsy, gypsy. I'm." <laughs> And so it's just kind of like, no, you're not. You're from New York. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit like, mm, mm. And I like was sitting in there. I was like, can I enjoy this song while knowing that like I shouldn't enjoy this song? Yeah. Yeah. But what was I Googling again? You're Googling if My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding was right, uh, right. concurrent to this episode of criminal minds which i think we're did you ever watch my big fat gypsy i have seen an episode or two yes big fat american Um, gypsy oh right i would 
imagine that what it is. Well, it start? Why does that no might one be later. Me? I think it is. Because we debuted in 2012. Oh, that's later. Because we're like in 2009. So much later. At this point. <laughs> so. Sorry, I have to interrupt Criminal Minds for one second to f- take it back to something we were discussing before we recorded. Yeah. Which was our carpet cleaners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because my brother just texted me, can I borrow your carpet cleaninator? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's what we talked about before recording this time. Fascinating. Um, okay. Um, so here's Anything the, else? Yes. The, here's the other aspect of this episode, which is, of course, Jordan Todd's exit. Mm, and hallelujah hallelujah but i feel like listen she doesn't warrant um a bonus episode for her exit oh, no the way that no. gideon did so we might as well just hash it out now i think we've we've alluded to we've talked about her a little bit in the course of this you know the episodes that she's been in and i think if you've listened to us long enough you'll know we don't like her but I don't think we've ever taken the time to, like, really unpack what our issues are <laughs> with her. And I think it's appropriate to do that now. Okay. Um, I think what we both feel with her as a character is that she is antagonistic for no reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so much of her character and you can say that this is just a fault of the writing and, like, she she just was written poorly, which, like, fine. But so much of her character in the episodes that she's in is just her just, like, butting heads against the other team members and being very, like, abrasive for no apparent reason. And I feel like that makes is what makes her so unlikable. Yeah. She just, she comes in. So we, we have several people join the team. Yeah. During the series so far. Elle, she... Yeah, Elle? she joins the team. Episode sure. two, um, Prentice mm-hmm. Gideon technically was rejoining the team on the first episode, right? Right. Rossi, Rossi comes in new. Yes, several people, and we'll get come more. In, had a little difficulty, sure, as you adjusting. get when you're joining a team like this. Like yes. they say over and over again, and like Jordan says, they are a family. Mm-hmm. It's a little clicky. Yeah, I think you have to be in this scenario. Yeah. But you can join. You can become a member of the family. And Jordan just, like, doesn't want to. It's almost like maybe because she knows that there's a dead, like, an end date. Sure. To her time there. But I feel like they write her so poor. They don't give her any moments of glory. No. Like, there are no moments where you think she rose to the occasion of her job. It is literally just failure after failure. Mm-hmm. In her first episode, our first introduction is good. She has that like coffee shop moment with yeah. Morgan. There's the twist at the end when she's like, oh, hey, saw you this morning. It's yeah. me. And that's as good as it that's gets. It. Like that's it is it. never. She's never that delightful again. Yeah. She's never, never given give her a moment. She's never given any more kind of redeeming qualities. Like you said, she never really like comes into her own with the job, which that's fine. Like, obviously, they chose to make it more of her character arc that she chooses that this isn't for her. And like, that's fine. Like, she's just like, this isn't my thing. Like, I'm going back to counterterrorism. Fine. Obviously, like you said, we knew that that needed to happen because we knew JJ was going to have to come back. Thank God. But I think like what what really rubs me wrong about her and like the way they write her and the way her character is is that she's 
abrasive and like kind of like I said like kind of like butts heads and like pushes back against like the team and like whatever but then at the same time like almost tries to make herself a victim as if like yes she's being victimized by Hotch she's being victimized she's always like she's always trying to act as if like they're putting that on her and it's like no but like they're reacting to what you're giving them which is that yep. you're you're biting emily's heads off like head off at every turn <laughs> heads off she has multiple heads uh <laughs> you're biting her head off at every turn because like emily's really the only one who i feel like makes a concerted effort to like yeah. bring her into the fold like yeah they emily, have that bar scene in yes, pick up they have that bar scene that might be the most redeeming that she gets yeah i was gonna say i remembered that and thought oh maybe i have to take back what i said but like to go but but it's no. it's it's immediately in an in answer to that bullshit that she pulls with the victim's family like making up that story about mm, having yes, a sister that dies yes. which is weird but like we also talked about that like She's not the only one to, like, lie. But I guess there's a right. difference. There's a difference between lying to a suspect and lying to a victim's family like that. And also, but you got to, like, I feel like you got to be in the team to be able to pull shit like that, yeah. you know? True. Like, the team has to be able to, like, trust you yes. all the way to your core. Yes. Before you can, like, be playing games. Yes. And yeah. I think that's what she never does. No. She never builds their trust. But then she'll sit like, there and be like, wah, like nobody, nobody gives me the, gives me a chance. And like Hotch is hard on nobody me. Nobody gives me a pat on the back. Yeah. And it's like, like Hotch is hard on you. Trying to do my job. Hotch is hard on you. Like he was super hard on Emily. He thought Emily was a yeah, mole. He's hard on all of them. Like, he thought Emily yeah, was there to they had a weird spy on him. Like I think like. Which she was. <laughs> she kind of was. But like I think like. Hotch is hard on all of them because Hotch has high standards. That's part of his character arc, which is just that, like, he is the high standard having leader. And so then, like, I think what... So that all brings it, of course, then to this episode, which is obviously, like, her deciding that this isn't for her. JJ's willing to come back early, so she's like, I'm out of here. I'm going back to counterterrorism. And that brings us to that very weird last interaction that she has with Hotch, which I feel like just puts the nail in the coffin and leaves just a really bad taste in your mouth with her which is like her weird need to tell Hotch that like I essentially feel like she's trying to tell him he's not good enough to lead this team like I don't know what she Mm. was trying to achieve there but like the weird comment about being like oh like a team like this like reflects its leadership and like you're a cold asshole so like yeah fuck it you was weird. it's weird it was like she said that and then she immediately talked about how he needs to appreciate jj right and it was like we're opening point makes no sense right with your closing argument right like they're not linked at all and Hotch, what was like, the point also the team is not cold like hotch no hotch is the only member of the team who and, is like that and like everyone they all make jokes about how he's like that and like right. they love him because he's like that and like right prentice has that comment about how he doesn't trust women yeah and so like, i think like and then like ago. hotch kind of responds like defensively but i feel like rightfully slow so where he's like <laughs> i do i don't take her for granted like I very much appreciate JJ for what she does. Right. And you have to then and also he think. He definitely does. <laughs> you also have to think he's probably thinking like, yeah, I appreciate her a hell of a lot more now that I've had to deal with you for the last seven <laughs> episodes. Like, Do you think she was a little bit trying to be like, 
do you appreciate me for these uh, right like six did weeks she, i've been here did she want that final fucking pat on the back from hot that she right. just couldn't it get it's just so weird she's just i'm gonna i'm gonna just blame it on the writers well yeah you have I'm to blame, blame it, on, it the on the writers like they fully they didn't it was like every week they're just like we have to write in someone who i guess introduces the case i don't know yeah they just they really just, i really crap they made her unlikable and they didn't like you said they didn't they didn't go out of her way out of their way to really develop her as a character beyond just her having this weird inferiority complex that she had and it's like that just became her defining characteristic and never she never evolved past that and Mm -hmm. it made her really unlikable and it makes me really glad that she's gone and you know what i mean you can make whatever arguments you want to make about the writers making that choice to like write a female character in a really like unlikable kind of like bitchy way like if you like i mean i don't know whatever i feel like there's probably lots of arguments to be made about criminal minds and the way it writes Mm -hmm. writes women i don't know but they didn't write emily that way like i love it like everybody loves emily jj's a great character like garcia's a great character like they just they kind of they they did jordan todd dirty i think a little bit like i'm thinking about like our other like female females that we're set up to hate. The other one is Aaron Strauss. Yes. I wouldn't say we're set up to hate Jordan, but another person that they complicate and put in this sort of like anti-BAU position is Aaron Strauss. Yes. And I think they do a good job with her. Like they write her much better. Because she's, yes. And like she gets better later in the series. To when your we see point. Her more, but. She is, because she's, Aaron Strauss is written as a foil to Aaron Hotchner. Like that mm-hmm. is the, that is the role. Aaron. Aaron versus Aaron. Aaron versus Aaron, literally. That, overhead. that is that is the purpose that she plays. And like you said, she's written as an antagonist to the unit as a whole. She's thrown in there as kind of like a wrench in the in the wheels of the BAU and like, you know, how they how they work. But they write her in a way where it's like she's just kind of a tough as nails lady who like whatever. Mm-hmm. And like you said, she gets a redemption arc. She becomes a better character later when she comes back into the picture. And Jordan doesn't get that in any way, shape, or form. No. And we I th- never see her again. We guys. never see her again, which like that's fine. Whatever. But and I guess like to your point, like she was she's a temporary replacement for JJ. JJ is a hard act to follow. Like because mm-hmm. everybody loves JJ. How could you not love JJ? So, like, I guess, like, maybe as a character, she was maybe always kind of set up to fail in that way. But, like, they didn't even try. <laughs> like, they didn't no, even try to make didn't. us like her. And I I mean, whatever. That's fine. I feel like she's one of the most unlikable temporary cast members. Yes, I can think of only one th- other that I don't like. But, I can't but think I don't... of anyone who gets as unlikable as her in right. my mind. Right. There's some people that are just like annoying and yes. you're just like, I can't wait till you leave. Yes. But she is just truly just the worst one. And do maybe... I like Gideon more than I like her? I do. I don't know. I do. I can actually say that with confidence that I like Gideon more than I like her. But I think like she's also, she's not, like you said, she's not the last like new team member that we'll get that is written in to replace another character that we love or like. Um, 
And that, like I said, like that is a hard thing to do. But I, I like to your point. Like I think maybe they get better at writing those characters as they go. I don't know. But this one for the first one, like for the first one, that's temporary because obviously, mm-hmm. like you said, we get like Emily's new, Rossi's new, but they stick around. They they don't do it that great, <laughs> and it's they made they, <laughs> they said no. they set you up. They try some they try out some weird things. Yeah, with our, their temporary characters. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Yeah. So well, anyway, goodbye. We've Jordan. talked enough about Jordan. <laughs> goodbye, Jordan. Go nah, off into nah, nah, go nah. off into the criminal mind nah, sunset. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. goodbye, goodbye, Jordan. <laughs> and off she goes, and we'll never see her. We'll never see her again. Never hear from her again. So we don't have to think about it anymore. And we get to see JJ next week, which will be thank God so exciting, so exciting. <sighs> anyway. Are we ready to switch gears? We're ready. And I know that I go first this week. Perfect. Because I just listened to the episode. Right. Perfect. Go for it. Listen, guys. All right. I'm going to make my recommendation quick. And I know you're going to love it. Okay. I was thinking today. So every time it comes time for me to think about a recommendation, I think, what have I really been enjoying this week? Mm-hmm. Guys, it's the winter months. If you live in our hemisphere, your lips get chapped. Oh, <laughs> So my recommendation this week is the Chapstick brand medicated chapstick. The light blue medicated. It's the best Not chapstick. your like dark blue no. with medicine. No. No. Medicated. Medicated. Guys, I've tried every chapstick in the book. Yep. I've been a chapstick in my pocket since I was first grade <laughs> Kelly. Like I always had a chapstick and a tissue in my pocket every day in those jeans all through school, all through college, to this day, I have, I can look at a medicated chapstick. It's like, I don't know if your college campus had this, but from, there was, there were emergency call boxes, and from one emergency call box, yes. you could see another. Yes. That's how I am with my medicated chapsticks. Yeah. They are everywhere. I had texted Kelsey the other day that I couldn't find a single one. No. I remedied that. Good. I dug deep into my backpack and found one, and I also bought some new ones. Good. So, I am stocked. Guys, they're the best ones. They get your lips moisturized and happy. Like, nothing compares. Nothing else holds up. You can't go around with the foolishness of these, like, flavored chapsticks. Cherry? Chapsticks. Like cherry? Are you real? Are you serious? Dude, my wife only does the flavored. That's insane. She, or the other day, she asked more, me. She more was, awkward, more terrible, and God forbid original chapstick the like the black the wrapper black. fuck <laughs> that <laughs> that's like people who eat black li- licorice <laughs> like the original chapstick i will say actually i don't hate the original chapstick oh, i hate it but it's it's like a it's like a fall chapstick Ugh. when you're like you don't desperately need the chapstick or like a lip smack i was also a one time in first grade a kid I, maybe i've told this on the podcast before a kid told me to eat a <laughs> First, Some, take a bite of chapstick. Yeah, I and don't I did. think you have told this. It was bubblegum flavored lipstick, lip smackers. Yeah, and you I ate took it. A bite. I did. <laughs> that's gross. It. I mean, that's just like li- that's like scooping a thing of Vaseline out with your tongue, just like. <laughs> At least it tasted good, though. Did it taste good? Yes. Oh, okay. It tasted like bubblegum. Really? The flavors on chapstick aren't false did you swallow it or did you spit it out i swallowed it i oh was in school God. where was i gonna spit it out 
no. I was at my desk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, first grade. First grade. Lip smackers. Um, 20 years ago. <laughs> I will say, this is actually a Kelly and a Kelsey recommended yeah. thing. Because one Kelsey of the also things loves that it. I feel like we've bonded over in our lives together <laughs> yeah. is that we both love medicated chapstick. Kelly actually is the person who told me where I could find medicated chapstick in the store in Pittsburgh. Because did full, you fi- have you found it yes, in the store in Giant Eagle? Okay, good. You can you can find it at Giant Eagle. It's never at Target. Don't no, never ever Target. expect to find. Sorry, it at Target. guys. If you don't live in our tri-state area and you don't have access to a Giant Eagle, I'm, I have hopes for you. It's never that your at local Target. your local grocer will have it if, if you have like Food Lion. Yeah. Or giant. If you're uh, really Kroger. in a pinch, you can get it on Amazon. I have done yeah, that. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, you can, you can order like there. big packs of it. From I know. Amazon. I almost <laughs> bought like thirty dollars worth of it from Amazon the other day. Because you have to have a backup on a backup on a backup. You do need a backup if you are absolutely desperate. I'll give you an honorable mention. Something you can buy at Target is just this plain old Blistex. Yes. I feel like a plain old Blistex is the closest competitor to the chapstick medicated. Sometimes I will also, I truly will. Like if I'm, if it's really dry and I want like a really good coverage, I will just go with just like a, a Vaseline, like just like a thin, oh, just like just a glob. Yep. Not like a glob, but like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like I'm yeah just, I think I've done that like I think I've also had that Vaseline. desperate moment where you take like hand cream and put it on your lips <laughs> have you ever had to do that no I've never done oh, that oh I have but I always have something moisturizing somewhere in one of my <laughs> bags yeah. and it can go on my lips or on my hands so I don't know yeah yeah um I'll, you know what I have never tried but I do want to try what because all the brass players in high school used it Okay. Because their lips get chapped. Sure. From, you know. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> they always used Carmex. Oh, yeah. That's a, another common one. I've never used it. I feel like Carmex, Blistex, and Vaseline all in the same family. That's mm. that's kind of what I'm... Chapstick is in its own world. Chapstick is is, is its own world. And medicated chapstick because it's got a little bit oh. of that like menthol-y like, feeling oh, to it. Which is what makes it, it makes it so satisfying. When I was in college, like my friends used to make fun of me because when I would put chapstick on, I would just like go around and around. <laughs> you were and around one of those. Because I was just like, it needs to be fully saturated. Like my all my lip, every part of I'll my lip. I'll say, I always go, I'll say, um... Cassie doesn't like to kiss me right after I've put it on. Oh, Steven likes it because he's like, oh, now I have chapstick. And then yeah, I'm like, well, Cassie now... hates it because she doesn't like, she likes her flavored shit. And then I'm like, well, now I have to put more on because you took right, some. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel bad. At the end of the day, I put on my face cream, yeah. my medicated face cream, which Cassie says it smells like poop. Oh. <laughs> and then I'll put on my chapstick. <laughs> she just does not want anything to do. And you're just like, me. good night. <laughs> just like, okay, I'm rolling over and yeah. I'm going to play games on my phone now. Yeah. Yeah. Poop face. That's poop. what she calls it. Poop face. <laughs> Isn't that nice? That's nice. <laughs> you That's look at love. your loved one and they say, oh, you got your poop I'll face get on. Your poop face. That's funny. Um, yeah, so that's my rec. I figured I needed to come through with a winter month recommendation. It's a great recommendation. And I've been going hard on it. It's also, guys, these masks, they touch your lips. I can't, oh, it, mm. when I'm running, 
and I forget a chapstick but I because have right here. there it is. That looks fresh. It is fresh. <sighs> Guys, I literally just leaned over and opened my nightstand and there's my classic medicated chapstick. It's amazing. I keep. I it feel in my like nightstand. I can't. I'm not looking at the logo right now, but I feel like it has the like snake medical snake on it. It used to, but they, this one doesn't. Oh. Oh no, you're right. It's on the lid. <laughs> there it is on the lid wrapper. You guys know that like it's not from a, mythology. It's like a snake with wings at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, like, the healing snake, but like two snake tails like wrapped around. You guys know. <laughs> you guys know honestly like i had to take it out of the drawer because you were talking about it so much that i my lips, i know i'm really like well, i can't wait till it. you start talking so i can move away from the mic and put it on mm, i just put it on and it was so satisfying. yeah i watched you anyway or would you like me so, to start talking so that you can put yeah it let's go ahead and switch to fun fact okay you guys you know i'm gonna be putting chaps on right now <laughs> we're gonna switch to the fun fact unfortunately that's gonna take us back to jordan todd because oh <laughs> <gasps> Because I had, I had to give her just give her her dues, which is this this is her last episode featuring okay. Agent Todd. Fair. So I decided to give us a little meta golding fun fact. Who is the actress? All right, lay it on me. That plays Agent Todd. Uh, so meta golding was born in Haiti. Oh, but she grew up all over the world. She speaks Ooh. multiple languages: English, French, Haitian Creole, and Italian. Holy shit. And because she lived in Italy for a while, when she lived in Italy, she was on the Italian national figure skating team until an oh. injury ended her ice skating career. Damn. Does it say what kind of injury? No, I did not get that information. Mm. Her Wikipedia page is very short. It's not a lot of information. And I wanted to know more about the Italian ice skating, but I couldn't find anything else. So. I wonder if you can find like a YouTube video of it. Perhaps you could. I did not try. Um, and oh. I was also looking because I was just like, was she, is she in anything else that I would recognize? She's in a bunch of, like, she's in CSI. She's mm. in, she's mm-hmm. in like, the, like just kind of like one episode arcs on like yeah. a lot of We need to figure out like what that. we call those people. We need a name for them. What do you mean? Like for the actors oh, that pop up so in like, all these shows. Like local a detective today, today. Like he's in right. a lot of things. Yeah. One-offs. Wonders. Wonders. <laughs> One-hit wonders. One-hit wonders. That might be the most accurate way to describe it. But they're not one-hit wonders because they're a no, lot of hit they're wonders. They're on a lot of things. One, 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 one. <laughs> we'll think about it. Um, yeah. Or if you have a good idea, send it to us. The biggest thing that she's in that I don't really remember her being in is she was in Hunger Games. Oh. Which like... I was, what was she? She was a tribute in the second and the third oh. one. What was her name? I don't know. It started with an E. That's all I can remember. So, yeah. So, I don't know. But have I ever told you that I'm like two degrees separated from the author of The Hunger Games? No. My best friend from high school, they're family friends with the Collinses. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you were like distantly related. No. No, I know someone who knows them. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's a fun fact. That's a bonus fun fact about Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyway, that is my that is my fun fact about uh, Meta Golding and Agent Todd. And that's all I got. May she rest in peace. Goodbye, Agent She's Todd. not dead. She's not. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> is she? <laughs> no. <laughs> when I looked at I was I was spending some time on the... Uh, 
Criminal Minds fan wiki, and I found Agent Todd. She has like a little profile page on under like recurring characters, and they have mm-hmm. like if you've ever spent any time on the Criminal Minds Criminal Minds fan wiki, it has like for each character there's like a little like almost like a little it's almost like a baseball card kind of like it just has their like <laughs> stats on it yeah, and it like says, on the regular like, Wikipedia page yeah but hers it says status alive like so apparently <laughs> you know you gotta keep track of the ones they that do are that dead for all of them. you can do that for the unsubs yeah some of them are dead a lot of them are dead but mm-hmm. not Agent Dodd she's alive she's just back in counter terrorism that's all just living her life that's where she needs to be it is well, we've well, done it. We've done it. We have done it. That is it. An hour and a half in, and that is the halfway mark of season four. Get ready for that bonus episode in Get a couple days, guys. Yes, you will be getting Charge a- your Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> You'll be getting a bonus episode Take on Friday. So there's something to look forward to as you head into your weekend. Um, and yeah, I, I will say I'm very excited about what we're ranking. I think it's going to be a fun one and it's many giggly going to be giggly. And so I, I'm not, like I said, not going to spoil it. I'm going to keep that teaser. But out there. I am guys. We're ranking Shut up. <laughs> You're going to have to join us on Friday to find out. Um, so yeah, something to look forward to. We're literally going to get off of this episode and we're going to go record that one. So as we, um, do. as we do. But in the meantime, obviously, you can follow us on social media. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at the Unknown Subject Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. Um, it's hip hopping over on on uh, Instagram. Um, yeah, it's hip hopping everywhere. We got a new follower on Twitter today. Yeah. So hello, new follower. Hello. Um, so yeah, so join us there. Like Instagram is where we got our suggestions for what we're gonna rank this week. So those are the kinds of fun things that you can find on Instagram and on Twitter. So it's worth a follow. Um, you can follow us. Or no, you can't follow us. What do you do on Spotify? You don't do anything. You subscribe. Subscribe. Okay, you can subscribe on Spotify. You can subscribe anywhere you listen. That's true. You can only leave a review on Apple Podcasts, but yeah. But I wanted to give love to our Spotify listeners because I know yeah, that dude, we're they are bopping on Spotify. They are a big community over there. So hello, thank you, imaginary pals on Spotify. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we'll be back again this week uh, for a bonus episode. We'll see you there. Um. And then after that, we'll see you next week for a whole new Woo-hoo! episode of the unknown subject. Is it going to be February next week? It is going to be February <gasps> next week. That's exciting too. That's weird. Yeah, January one. Oh, Fast. we didn't comment last week on the fact that the inauguration was the day the podcast episode came out. Were we supposed to? No, but I just feel like some, we we mark a special occasions. Oh, yeah. Listen. Okay. Let's do a quick inauguration moment. Okay. Which coat was your favorite coat? <gasps> That's such a hard question to answer, but I think I have to go with Michelle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine, Kamala. <laughs> I really loved Kamala. Also very I, good. I loved the color and I loved the cut. I just, I had to, I had to go with Michelle for just like the whole Yeah, Michelle, yeah. Michelle really, wow. She wasn't playing. She came to serve looks. No one is the Obamas. God, amazing. They're in a league of their own. <sighs> amazing. Uh, anyway. So that was your inaugura- you inauguration go. minute? Yes. 
You guys got to remember the coats there for a second. <laughs> remember those coats from last week? They were great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thank you for being here today. Thank um, you for being here today. We'll see you later next week for a bonus episode. Um, but Later uh, this week. This week. Did I say next week? I meant this you week. You did. Sorry. Um, She's fired. <sighs> this I'm is fired. a solo podcast now, guys. <laughs> Could it's you just me. could you imagine? It's just you, just like <laughs> it's just you watching Criminal Minds alone, just like musing on things, reading the <laughs> captions as they go by. Like. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of what we do now. I know, but like at least it's a back and forth. We react against yeah, each other. You do a better job of summarizing the show than I do. Listen, I'm here to strengths. send us down some tangents. We all have our strengths. Though. <laughs> It's a she just literally gave me the hand into the I camera. <laughs> you were like this, like here's my fingers. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's it's over. over.